Hi everyone, Beth here. If you are struggling to find your homeschool vibe and are looking for ways to get your kids to get their schoolwork done, or ways for you to keep your sanity as a homeschool parent, or how to handle your many responsibilities while still feeling relaxed and loving homeschooling, then my book, Find Your Homeschool Vibe, might be just what you're looking for. In my book, I share how to shift your mindset to help you as the parent stay focused on the point of all of this, which is the love of learning. I also share some tried and true homeschool mom life hacks for every day. You can find the book in the show notes or by searching for Find Your Homeschool Vibe on Amazon. Back to the show. Hi, everyone. Before the episode begins, we just want to remind you to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Look for Peaceful Homeschool Podcast. Remember, please, please, please rate and review on iTunes and Spotify, which helps the podcast get noticed by more people, which helps more homeschool families. Don't forget to check the show notes for other ways to support the podcast. Let's get the show started. Hello, hello. You're listening to Peaceful Homeschool Podcast. I'm Emma. And I'm Beth. Hi, Beth. How's it going today? Good. How are you, Emma? Good. You have anything exciting going on at your house? How's your weather? The weather's been pretty awesome. It's just been a little bit chillier than our normal temperatures, but it's beautiful and sunny and we can nice. still go outside and do everything we want to do. And That's good. We cannot today. <laughs> we are iced in, so we are not going anywhere. It says 100% snow starting soon, but it's 23 degrees and I think it's going to get like to Oh, the high of 25 today, a low of 15. So it's chilly. <laughs> yeah. Super chilly. So we're not going anywhere, which is fine. Um, okay. So today we're talking about homeschooling and the need for perfection. So I, do you guys struggle with that at all in your, in your home or have you? Um, when we first started homeschooling, we really did. Um, well, if, if what you mean by perfection is like, if, like making sure that you do every chapter of every like curriculum piece of curriculum you have or checking everything. Like that's in my head of we had to do that. Um, and, um, so yeah, at the beginning we really did, and it was really stressful for everyone. Um, and it wasn't very fun. <laughs> um, but we were worried. I was worried about like, if we missed a page in a workbook, we were going to miss some valuable, important lesson, which, you know, Anyway, and I was, I was way too stressed out about it. Yeah. I think that a lot of families struggle with that same thing because, I mean, obviously at the core of that is we want to do the right thing for our kids. We want to really educate our kids. We want our kids to be successful and amazing and all that. And we're worried like, uh oh, if I don't do it perfectly, like, are they going to be all those things that I want, you know, and how is that going to reflect on me as a mom or how am I representing homeschooling? If people are like, oh my gosh, did you meet that one homeschooler that, you know, is weird and doesn't know anything. And, you know, I quizzed them for three hours and they didn't know all the state capitals (laughs) or something. I don't know the weird things that happen, but I think it's, I think it's legitimate fear. And I think that there's a lot of components that go into the need for perfection or the want for perfection. And I think even, especially in the days of social media now, like seeing what other people are doing and thinking, "Uh uh-oh, mine isn't good enough. Mine's not, you know, as exciting as theirs or as beautiful as theirs or as perfect as theirs or whatever. I think that that is a real struggle for a lot of people. 
Right. I do think that is a major issue. And people think they have to have like a big homeschool room with like magical things everywhere and swings attached to the ceilings or like, you know, you know what I mean? Like there's like this thing that people really work really hard on making these insanely beautiful rooms, which is cool if that works for you. But what I found is it, it's not even necessary at all um, right. to have that. And um, but anyway, I, I feel like we do you know, when we compare and, um, and all that stuff, if we feel like we're inadequate or ripping our kids off because we don't have some crazy fancy, um, homeschool room. For sure. Um, well, I mean, we're, we're both perfect, right? And our kids are <laughs> get real. No, like not even close, but it is easy to fall into that trap of like, we want everything to be perfect. And we want our kids to behave perfectly and to not have any issues going on that cause them to not behave perfectly. And we want our, you know, relationships with our spouses to be perfect. It's like, there's all these things that are always pushing on you. And I think, especially when you take on that role as educator too, then that becomes part of your, you know, homeschooling experience, or I'm sorry, it can become part of your homeschooling experience, but hopefully it's not, hopefully you can, you know, enjoy the messy parts and all that. Um, especially because life is not perfect. Like life is so far from perfect. But I think one of the big ones that I was thinking about in doing this episode is curriculum. And I think that that need for perfection, like you're talking about, like, number one, what's the perfect curriculum for my child? Like, you know, I see that a lot of people asking like, okay, I need the perfect curriculum for sixth grade. I'm like, there is no perfect curriculum for sixth grade. Like, what is your kid like? You know, what, what are their strengths and weaknesses? There are all these things that go into those, all these different components that go into that, like choosing a perfect curriculum. That's different for every kid and could be for every subject, every family. There's so many things that go into it. But then, like you said, like, you know, doing every single bit of the curriculum, not skipping anything, you know, having your child do, you know, amazingly well at it, whatever. It's like, there's all of these things that go into that. I think it can make it really hard on the homeschool parent, usually the mom, you know, to start to feel like, uh-oh, I'm not doing it right. Right. Yeah. And I think that um, there's, when we are looking at a curriculum, like knowing that most of it might not even work, but you can use parts of it. Like for mm-hmm. us, like we used the Matthew C program for my son and it worked really well for him, but he did not care one bit about the manipulatives at all. He just yeah. didn't. And I mean, he would play with them for other reasons, like, like as if they were like a Lego thing, like to build things or, right. you know, whatever, but he did not care about, and he didn't need them, but another child might need that part of it. So worrying about trying to follow all the rules or all the suggestions, it might really stress you out and stress your kids out. So just be really flexible is my, is my advice on it is for sure. And not worry. Like, don't worry. Like, well, is my child still learning? Like with, if we take out this chapter, because this doesn't work right now, is that okay? Mm -hmm. Like, and just really that remember that what your goal is, is your goal that they love learning or is your goal that you check all the boxes. And for sure, it took me a while to shake off those, you know, checkbox lists in my head, um, and to really focus on the goal of, no, I want them to love learning and always be open to it and not feel like they're not adequate. Um, and the feeling of the feeling of being behind also, 
like is a big deal. And if you let yourself get really caught up in that of like, oh, we, whatever, there's a hard thing in our family happened. We missed six days of this thing or whatever. And being like really stressed out about that is another thing that, no, you don't have, you're not behind. You just start where you're at and you're okay. Like, don't even put worry into that. There, no, everything's okay. For sure. Well, I think part of the issue too, is that, like you said, like people want to be sure that they've covered every single solitary thing. Like my kid might need to know this. My kid might want to know this. You know, I want them to get into college and I want our relatives and our neighbors to, you know, when they come over and are quizzing our children, as so often happens, even though it shouldn't, we want them to think they're good enough as homeschoolers and they've learned it and they've done what they need to do. And it's like, they might be stunting their child, you know, by skipping a page or a chapter or a concept or whatever. But for sure, we have found, you know, that as our kids get older and they have those interests that they really want to delve into, even if it's something they didn't cover during school, that they will find it, do it, cover it, learn it, retain it, all of those things. So it's okay if you're not like, did I cover every single solitary thing that had to be covered during these past 12 years? Because we don't always know what those are going to be. And even in public schools, I remember so many years, I it w- I would feel weird about it, but so many years where we didn't finish our books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what? What do you mean we're not going to finish the book? Yeah. yeah. I'm okay with it as a homeschool mom, but as a right. public school student, I was like, like, what do you mean we're not going to finish the book? Like, it's yeah. the end of the school year and we didn't finish. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so... I mean, I think for sure that that is part of it. And then, like we said, because a lot of times people want things to look picture perfect, especially in the, you know, with the advent of social media, that a lot of times parents even want to take on their children's projects or art or whatever it is, because they want it to look good. They want it to look perfect as opposed to letting them just enjoy the process and letting them enjoy it. And I understand sometimes kids can get frustrated and want some help. And that's a different thing than saying like, oh, you're not really doing it good enough to look good. So I'm going to take over for you from here. I I remember when my oldest was, um, well, actually our kids took this class together. They um, were taking a homeschool art class and I was so grateful because we struggle with perfectionism in our family. And I was so grateful that that art teacher saw she saw my son who was like five at the time erasing 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 his drawings and he wasn't making any progress because he just kept erasing because it wasn't perfect and he wanted it to look perfect and she told him like it's okay to erase but you can only erase one time per drawing and it it changed his outlook a lot I think it made him think more about the overall project and less about every individual detail And like, was that line perfect or not? Because overall, you can't really tell the difference if that line is perfect in your, you know, drawing of a toucan or whatever. And I think that's the same if we approach that in our homeschooling, you know, if we change one little thing, if we try to make every single thing exactly perfect, are we even going to really notice that in the overall scheme of our homeschooling, in the overall scheme of what our children have learned? So I love that she taught that lesson to my son and really to me too, to be able to say like that every single little itsy bitsy detail is not what's ma- what matters in this. It's the overall, you know, beautiful story that you create over right. time. 
anyway, I, I love that, that she was able to teach that to my son and really, you know, it was a great lesson. And it was just an art class that was supposed to be for fun, but it really helped him in a lot of other ways. Right. But I mean, we struggle with perfection in, you know, in a lot of ways, trying to make everything be perfect or wanting it to be perfect. And, you know, I have kids that struggle with, and, and if you see me or my house or my family, we're not perfect. We're so far from perfect. But, you know, that struggle within the child to be like, oh, I want it to look perfect or I don't want to do it. I don't even want to start it because I can't do it. Yeah, I understand. But I think as homeschool moms, like we have to try to steer, you know, steer our kids down a different path, which is the path towards progress, not towards perfection, because I think we can always be making progress and we're not, you know, we're not going to get to perfection ever. So. So what do you think could come of, like, if, if you're steering your homeschooling toward perfection and failing, like, what, what do you think can come of that as a mom, as a family, whatever? I think what happens when we strive for perfection, um, or what our idea of perfection is that we burn out and our kids burn out. And so I feel like if homeschooling is really what you want to do, um, you really have to work on your mindset of being flexible and being okay. And knowing that your kids will be just fine. Like as long as they're always exposed to educational things, um, and have educational tools in the home, they'll be fine. Um, and there were times that I was so worried that I was ripping my kids off. Um, I was, I mean, I was really worried about that and just seeing how, um, amazing they are. They're adults now and, (laughs) and it's, it's awesome. And they're both, they, they teach themselves things all the time still. And, um, they're very well-spoken and well-educated and, um, know so much about this world. It's amazing. Um, and things I'm like, where did you learn that? Like, uh-huh. but they, but they're, it's just so cool. Um, and the following, like, I know that everyone needs to do what's right for their state and follow whatever their states are recommending, but worrying about everything being hit perfectly is something that we can take off of our worry of our shelf of worry, <laughs> because sure. like you, like you were saying, I'm like, the, um, at public school, they didn't finish every book. Every time we probably yeah. didn't hit all the standards we were supposed to, it, you know, time runs out. Teachers are busy. Kids are, there's yeah. so many kids that need help. And so like, we don't have to put that pressure on ourselves. That's, those are goals. Just have them as goals, but they're not necessarily like nothing bad is going to happen. If you don't hit those, like you're going right. to, everything is okay. And it is, it is nerve wracking. I mean, because you want, like we were saying, like you don't want to rip off your kids, but I think what it does is actually rips them off from learn like that enjoying learning. Like, cause when I was really pushing all the perfection of we have to hit all these things. We have to do all this stuff and are we going to fail? And, um, I don't know how you fail kindergarten, but I was worried about it, but <laughs> you know, and, um, and when I really like, when you, when you take that off and go like, like, because my, my son wasn't having fun at all. And yeah. so he, his idea of homeschool was like, this is the worst thing ever. But when <laughs> we took it back and like, cause he's a natural learner, he loves learning. Um, I just kind of made sure I provided tools and got out of his way. And <laughs> yeah, for sure. Exactly. So. I think, I think that's hard too, especially if you've 
I mean, obviously you and I are both in the public school system. So coming from a public school system, or if your kids have already been in public school, I think it's hard, I think even to kind of like swim through some of those ideas and just go like, if, if I let my, if I let, if I get out of my kid's way and help him, if he's stuck in that mindset, because he's already been in public school or whatever, get out of his own way and just like delve into that learning. Like it can be so amazing and like watching what they can do. But, you know, I'm afraid that when we like, instead of striving toward prog or towards perfection, you know, we're striving for progress. I think that so often it like breeds, you know, unhappiness and discontent within the child or within us or within our household in general. And, you know, if we're, if we're all the time thinking like, uh Oh, that wasn't done perfectly, or these things don't look perfect. You know, that that really breeds something within our homeschooling that we don't want. We want it to be peaceful. We want it to be filled with joy. You know, there's so many things that we want for it and that's not part of it. So I think when we, you know, even if our kids are on their own educational path because they're super high achieving or they have a lot of challenges or whatever, I think if we're just always striving for progress and not for that perfection, you know, that's that you can yes. never attain, I think that that's the key. I'm just being flexible with it and being able to change it up. I agree. Progress Yay. over checking the boxes. <laughs> for sure. For sure. For sure. I think that about covers it for today. Um, we have super enjoyed all of your comments and questions and please keep them coming and suggestions for top or, you know, topic suggestions for our future podcasts. Cause we would love those. We have some exciting guests on our horizon. Um, so we'll be having some interviews as well. So hopefully you'll enjoy those. And if you have other people you'd like us to interview, like let us know and maybe we'll see if we can set those up. Um, what else, Beth? We have, um, we started, uh, we've got yes. some peaceful homeschool merchandise. Woo-hoo, woo-hoo. So um, we're excited about that. Um, so we'll be adding some different fun designs for homeschoolers and um, homeschool children and homeschool moms and different things like, so keep an eye on that and that'll help keep this show going. It'll help yes. cover our costs. So um, check out our store. The link will be in the notes and hopefully it's fun. Hopefully you like it. <laughs> Yay. I like it. That's super cool. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Thank you for listening. so much for listening today. If you find value in our podcast and would like to support the show and help cover our monthly costs, we have several ways to do that. You can become a $3 a month supporter, shop our merchandise store or our show sponsors, and rate and review on iTunes and Spotify. Thank you for your continued support of our show and for sharing it. Yes, thank you.